It is the top problem. You know, I don't, I, I, <laughs> I, I say to people, I'm, I'm in danger of boring myself and other people, how many times I repeat it, but I feel so strongly about it that it is, um, it is something that can be fixed. It's something that there are no technological boundaries to stop. It's a question of having the right culture and the right motivation and really people realizing that they have a responsibility to make this happen. If you look at your responsibility as board members and non-executive uh, directors, it is your responsibility to oversee the entire procurement process, the supply chain, and make sure that you have the right policies and procedures in, in, in place. Um, typically, late payments um, may be a good indicator of a financial problem. So when you are basically looking for financing by paying your suppliers late, as a non-executive director, you want to know because it's an indicator of potential financial problems. So obviously, given your responsibilities as board members and uh, company director, you want to know if there are any issues when it comes to the financial position of the, the company on which board you serve. Where it goes wrong is unfair payment as a culture, if you like, throughout the UK being read as, as part of the course. Now, I'll give you one story of that, which may be why I realized it in 1986 when I was a chief executive, because I've never had a problem with a business owner owned large company. Lord Sugar, for example, has been a client of ours. You know, I've had never had a problem in paying 30 days or less with a business owner large company however big they are Dorling Kindersley, Peter Kindersley, Amir Bose, Speakers, all, all of those companies that a business they will all pay Japanese companies all pay in 30 days because it's honor it's you know it's a question you know, there are whole countries that won't allow pain 30 days and don't have a problem because it's regarded as fair and normal to do it there is even situations where you've been asked to bid to stay on a, a supplier um, arrangement you know so they they they're essentially extracting money from you to avoid losing their business and you know this kind of thing happens too frequently and it's it if you knew that you were going to be treated like that that abusive behavior you wouldn't enter into a relationship with them but i think too often you see a big name a big brand and you think well how this this will be good for me and good for my business well i think particularly larger firms face a business decision as to what their policy will be around payment terms. Um, obviously, it's not illegal to have longer payment terms, so um, they they do face a choice. Um, so they want to decide whether to sign up to the prompt payment code, for example, uh, whether they want to be the type of organisation who think it's core to their values, I guess, to pay fast, or whether that's not a concern and they're simply continually maximising the 
the individual sort of advantage contract by contract to, to, to their own business. So I, I, I mean, payment culture, I guess, encompasses all, all of that. You make a choice about to what extent you're going to behave in a certain way. You know, you, you just settle into a routine of being paid slowly. But I think it's uh, wrong. It's, it's both morally wrong. And I think ultimately it's economically wrong. It's, a, it's a damaging for the UK economy. And, you know, there might have been an excuse once for having 30 days to process paper invoices that were posted into you. And you had, a you know, a, a team of people shuffling through piles of paper and raising checks and posting them to you. Really? In this day and age? The perception is that bigger organisations have all the money and they can make payments willy-nilly and, and but sometimes decide not to. Actually, that's not the case, as you well know and I know. They have really good people. They have process with processes which probably don't uh, support as, as best they can. And they have sometimes systems that sort of work against them. But the culture is really important. And what you and I have been doing recently is to try and educate organisations and individuals about payment culture, about better payments. How can you make a difference to the small uh, micro business and the small businesses? Because it's their living. And that's what we're on a, on a mission to do with yourselves. So it's not all about the big payments that people make and the processes, it's about the culture as well. Do you want to do the best thing? We can always work out the other parts, the processes, the people as well, you know, people not approving invoices and all this stuff. That's a challenge in our industry, but we're on that. We're trying to make that. But working with yourself and your organisation, Terry, has really opened our eyes to that cultural part as well. Different people have different levels of acceptability. And let's be honest, it's not acceptable. If you deliver a service or you deliver a product, you expect to be paid for what you have done. We had a discussion recently whereby um, a large organization said, can you believe it? Our sandwich lady wasn't able to bring the sandwiches in because she's on holiday. So I had to nip out and buy some sandwiches from Tesco's. I don't know if I can plug large organizations, Terry, apologies. So I said, that's really interesting. So when did you pay for your sandwiches? And she went, what, at Tesco's? I had to get some petty cash and I had to go and pay for them there and then. And we don't really use cash at the moment. So I was like, that's really interesting. So you paid for them there and then with a large organisation. Well, yes, we had to. OK, so your sandwich lady who delivers this as a small business, when do you pay her? Well, I don't know. Oh, OK, so do you pay her in 30 days? Do you pay her in 60 days? Do you pay her immediately? When do you pay her? Oh, well, it goes through finance. It's down to people, yeah. It's down to the underlying culture of the organization. Um, it's particularly down to the leader of the organization. And it's also down to process because in most companies, they can invest in the website, they can invest in apps, they can invest in marketing because those all have a, a direct return on investment. The money needed to invest in good back, back office systems is much harder to get because it seems to show no tangible results. So typically, businesses are, are using systems that are way out of date or are not fit for purpose to pay, and therefore things go wrong that needn't go wrong. Um, and there's a, you know, if I submit an invoice to a very large business and I get one little bit of that invoice wrong, it can't be processed. Someone's got to come back to me and tell me that. There's a whole load of things that have to go on. If someone's on holiday for a fortnight and they need to sign the invoice off, it isn't being signed off for a fortnight. So when I've been talking to big businesses, particularly during my time as SBC, an awful lot of chief execs thought they were behaving really well 
and were shocked when I told them how bad they were. And they said, but that's not how we behave. Uh, you know, and it's not how they intended to behave, but the processes were such that it had that effect. Um, and there aren't that many senior managers who are bonused on how fast they pay their suppliers. You know, they're bonus on all sorts of other things. Um, and paying suppliers is just one of those things that happens in the background. But if it stops happening, there's a small supplier not being paid. Uh, and I think it's, it's as, as much inefficiency. You know, there are some businesses that willfully don't pay and they need to be called out and we need to call them to account. There are an awful lot who just, you know, don't do what they think they're doing because they're inefficient. Do you know what, Terry? I, th I think um, what your data clearly provides evidence of is that if a company really wants to go and make difference in the payment world, so they really want to make changes, they want to try and break down those silos, they want to improve their processes, improve their systems, improve their training, it's, they're capable of doing so. The challenge that every organization has is time and resource and then money ultimately. So I think that you know the data you've shared with us many times at some of our updates is that there are companies that get it. They really do want to make that difference. And we've had proud members stand up in front of big conferences and proudly tell people where they've really improved their payment performance. So the legislative bit that we have to do, large organizations of the payment reporting practices, it's one thing about reporting it. The second part is wanting to improve it. And that's where it comes down to, and I'm gonna use that C-suite level, that term, You know, the, the executives of businesses have got to buy into this, ultimately, the cultural side. They really want to make sure that their businesses are known as fair trade. Not only that they, they're buying from fair trade suppliers, they're treating them in a fair and efficient manner as well. Because actually, you know, I've been in from the world of procurements. Procurements are always tarred with that brush of all they're there is to go and get negotiated deals, best, best value, whatever. Actually, it's all about relationships. So if you've got a relationship with a supplier and a customer, actually, wouldn't you want to pay them on time or ahead of time so you can improve so they can then start to invest in infrastructure or new products or services? So it comes down to C-suite, seeing the value about making payments on time or ahead of time and then culturally putting that into that business. And I think that's where we see the slight difference where you've got C-level C individuals who get it, want to get involved, come and get your payment awards. Great. You know, well, let's start celebrating where organizations are getting and making a proactive time to try and make a change. Where we may have a problem is where there are companies where the boards don't get it, where the board isn't willing to agree to spend the money on improving practices and so on. You can't just go from paying your suppliers in 90 days to paying them in 30 days just like that. You have to put a lot of time and effort into it. And there's a lot of companies that do need to update their processes and their practices and their technology in order to get to that point. And that costs money. So the big guys, yes, I think they definitely are getting it and the value of it. But I think there's still companies that can't get the board. Uh, they haven't got the compelling case to the board to get the board to say, yes, let's spend it. And there's also a problem with small businesses not paying other small businesses fast enough, obviously, because they may be waiting themselves to get paid. Uh, and how you crack that nut is a very difficult question. Ultimately, I am confident that we will change this. We will persuade government and we will persuade big business that there is a mutual interest in squeezing this kind of behaviour out of corporate culture in the UK.
ultimately, I, I, I really believe it's in everybody's interest that we do that. Thank you.